What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. back to another episode. It is the week before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Next week is Thanksgiving. And yeah. what? Yeah, well, I was just thinking because we're recording this episode a little bit early, a little bit earlier than we normally do um, because Julia is going away this week again. Going away for um, work. So yeah, next week when this episode comes out, the following week will be Thanksgiving. When you hear this, I'll be back, but um, I'm headed upstate for a work trip, upstate New York, which will be fun because it's like fall, good vibes, you know, mm, still kind of in the fall mode here. We just went through the quickest transition, though. Literally, earlier this week, it was 76 degrees here. I don't like that. It was 76 degrees, like shorts, t-shirt, like go on the beach. I don't know if it was 76, was it? Yeah. When I went in golf, the car said it was 78. That was off the island. But And then tonight, we're supposed to get a cold front where tomorrow now is supposed to be like in the 30s. Really? Yeah. It's well, it's pretty to... cold today. It was like windy and rainy this morning. It's sunny now, but it's colder. But I'm like, I mean, I don't want it to be warm necessarily. Yeah. One, because it's just not natural. It shouldn't be warm. Mm-hmm. And it's fall. And I want to enjoy the fall. Um, yeah. I don't want it to be frigid, of course. But, you know, I want to wear my, my cover-ups, my vests. Your my... flannels. I don't have. I don't even have a flannel anymore. I don't have one either right now. Yours are somewhere in a They're box. They're all in storage. We're getting um, rid of all of them. I know. But yeah, it was a quick, warm weather, really cold. Um, watching football this past weekend, there were some games that were being played in snow. Kind of got me excited. I feel like it's always like that, though, this time of year. It's a quick yeah, transition, and then you kind of go back and forth, and then same with the spring. It's like mm-hmm. you get really warm days, and you get back to like really cold days, and you're like, oh, wait, it's it's already april but we're still getting like cold days yeah there are i mean there are parts of the country where i feel like they're not they're not four seasons like if the weather is like very consistent and i don't know if i would like that no i love the seasons yeah most of the seasons i mean i know i don't love winter it's my least favorite one but Mm -hmm. i do like you know december because it sometimes snows and the holidays and that's well i guess it's not really winter till the end of december technically um yeah, there's probably three months that I would rather not be here. But that's mm-hmm. out of 12 months. That's not too bad. That's 75%. That's yeah. that's a C. 75%? That's a C. Yeah. That's not bad. C. I would have taken that in college. <laughs> High school, I wouldn't, wouldn't have taken it. College, I would have taken it. Yeah. But so. because of the weather, I made soup last night. Mm, I made, good. I actually had made this, last time I made it was last year, right? I haven't made it in a while. And it was, it's like a vegan creamy potato vegetable soup really good right yeah it was I, good I it's just like it. like your typical like chicken noodle vegetables like celery onion carrots and then it's like potatoes and bay leaf and whatever it's pretty simple it's easy yeah yeah we were kind of like dreading or being dreading lazy. dinner but we didn't really want to cook we didn't have a ton in the fridge we didn't want to go out. We didn't want to order in. So we were like, what could we make kind of with what we have? Um, and then I actually had to make a quick quick trip to the, the store to just grab a few things. But yeah, it was a really easy recipe. Turned out pretty quick and yeah. turned out pretty good. 
pretty quick, pretty good. I like a soup when the weather starts getting... Actually, it was so funny because the day we made it, it was like 70 degrees outside. Yes. And I was like, I really want soup, but it's like not necessarily cold enough, but it feels like it should be. And we were both eating it, literally sweating. Not only... I had my top off while I was eating it was in the house, the temperature was yeah, hitting 79 degrees, yeah. which is absolutely not soup weather. Yeah. I was sweating eating it, but it was still good. I keep seeing It'll be good so for many lunch after this. TikToks saying like, soup season, here's what I'm making. Yeah. And I see so many good Why recipes. Why don't you make soup? You never make soup. If it's if we're having soup or chili, I'm cooking. If we're having anything else, you're cooking. Yes. But why aren't, why can't, I feel like you should make a soup. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I do know why. Okay. Soups for me are not a main course. You were full last night, no? After I had three bowls and my tongue was burning. <laughs> like, I don't know. I would have probably preferred everything be like prepared normally and not in a soup. Um, because yeah. it does. Like, it's not, it's not like a hearty meal. And especially, like, we don't make any of our soups with meat in them. Or, mm-hmm. like, we just, like, the meal is the soup. There's no, like cornbread on the side or oh, additional vegetable or something. Nobody wants cornbread. Everybody wants cornbread. No. But, I don't okay. even like cornbread. Well, any type of side. I feel like a lot of times a soup would be served with like a bread or something and we just make soup. Yeah. And it's just not I would, It was most... good enough for me. Well, I weigh 70 more pounds than you. So <laughs> yeah. what's good for you is not going to fill me. So, But yeah, maybe we have actually started eating meat a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if we like said it, but we have... Um, I, the thing is, is something you said is that when you start eating, it's like a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've, we've been fine. I think mostly like we don't really cook it. But when I wasn't here, you definitely were like eating a lot more of it. Yeah. Um, we picked up breakfast um, from a place here local in town that we, we go to a lot. We love it. We always get the same thing. And Julia, for the longest time, she gets like an egg platter and it comes with like, you know, the eggs, whatever you want, spinach, onion. Um, comes with a bagel and like their home fries and it also comes with a side of meat and usually we're like no we're good don't need it we're good um, but this time I went and picked it up and while I was getting the food I texted Julie and said I made a mistake <laughs> because when they asked if I wanted meat with it I was like yeah give me that bacon yeah it was good um, it's still for me a once in a while I'm not into it that much. I I do. I feel like also when I, I think I mentioned I got blood work done and a big thing I was missing was like iron or something that was like, because you're not eating meat, you're not getting a lot of the stuff. So I was like, okay, I do feel like if we're going to eat like meat, I want it to be like clean, good, grass fed, stuff like that. So that's kind of like what I'm okay with Mm -hmm. if we're going to cook it at home. But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to put any labels on what we eat anymore because it's just like, I want to eat what we want to eat. Mm-hmm. As long as it feels good for us. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's at least like the stage we're in right now because we both ate the bacon and then like an hour later, we're like, so how do you feel? Yeah. And we actually both felt fine, which was good. But it's like, we don't want to rush into, you know, just eating. Well, I also know the reason our... you started to not eat meat was yeah. for a health reason. So it's like for you not to get back to that place. And, yeah. We had some other type of meat thing sandwich the other day, and I just felt so heavy. I was just yeah. like, I don't really feel great after this. So, you know, I like to eat lighter meals, but. Yeah. Well, I think like we talked about in our episode last week, it's, you know, food and, and how you think of it and how you feel, like prioritize that. And yeah. 
just like, yeah, how we're just kind of like feel. exploring meat again and yeah, not always feeling the best when we eat it. So yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, should we get into it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so actually before we get into this episode, um, just a quick little thing. You guys know we don't run ads on this podcast. We don't um, we don't make money on this podcast in that way. So the big thing we can just ask for is for you guys to just go share this podcast with somebody. Just when you're listening, copy the link, text it to somebody, send it somewhere. Um, that is just really helpful to us. So if you could do that, that would be appreciated. And And... Leaving a review, and I know I say that a lot, but it does really help us, enable us to like keep continuing to make episodes because if you guys leave a review, if you really like it, then it's able to get pushed out more to more people. And yeah, maybe that's how people have found it through other mm-hmm. reviews. But yeah, we would really appreciate that. So with that being said, we are so grateful for everyone who listens and you know all that stuff. But yeah, today's episode is going to be um what where am i looking here what (laughs) this is a great delivery today's episode is really going to be about leaving things well first of all because it's thanks almost thanksgiving i feel like this is kind of the perfect time to talk about you know when thanksgiving comes around everybody's like what are you grateful for like how can you like help other people like and kind of make it less about yourself this is about yourself but Mm -hmm. just kind of like how can we start bettering ourselves as the end of the year approaches? You know, you want to start off the new year with a really good whatever or just in general. Yeah. So this episode is really going to be about like things and feelings that you want to leave behind or eliminate from your life. And we yeah. did ask you guys on Instagram and we're going to go over some of your responses because a lot of them are good and they're all different. And I feel like... um. When I think of like leaving something behind, immediately I was like, oh, what material things do I, can I leave behind? But then I was like, there's so many like feelings and things in my life that I don't want to hold on to anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where we wanted to like take the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said a lot there. I think, yeah, definitely <laughs> around you. the Thanksgiving, like that's next week's episode, the gratefulness. Oh. And then coming up, yeah, like end of the year, goal setting. I think this episode idea... Um, we spend so much time, we, me, Julia, probably all of us, we spend so much time like thinking that we need more to make our lives better. Oh, well, we do. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. I need more money. I need more clothes. I need more house. I need more cars. I need more friends. I need more fun. I need more. And that is like. I think just the journey that we're all on and whatever puts us on that like mindset, like more, more, more is I think a dangerous one because you're always chasing more. And when we were talking about this episode, we're like, actually there's so much growth and change to come from not more, but eliminating, right? Like what can we eliminate that is going to make our lives better? What can we eliminate that is going to make us grow? What are we going to eliminate that can make us change? And Like, there's so much. And I think looking forward, we're always like, oh, no, I need to do more um, to get to where I want to be. But when you sit today and you look back and you realize that some of the biggest changes and, um, like, most impactful things aren't that you added more. 
it's that you eliminated stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I think like in the present, in today, you're like, okay, I don't necessarily need more, but what can I eliminate that is going to help make my life better? Yeah. Why don't we just kind of start with like ours, what we wrote down, you know, we wrote some stuff down just like, and we can kind of go over each one and then we can start to read yeah, some of the others. Definitely. So I think the the first thing that came to mind for me, other than the hiccups that I have right now that I need mm-hmm. to leave behind. Um, leave those behind, please. Yeah. Um, no, the, the first thing that came to mind for me was people. And I think that is, for a lot of people... That's a hard one. It's a, a scary hard one, one. But it's probably like... Um, like that probably came to mind to a lot of people like, oh, I need to leave behind my ex or, oh, I need to leave behind my friend who's mean or, oh, I need to leave behind, um, I don't know, somebody, a rude boss or something. And but when you actually like sit and think about it, you're like, OK, so how do I do that? What do I have to do? And why? And why? Yeah, exactly. And I think, well, I think the why is probably a little easier because like Everybody knows like toxic people, toxic relationships, and we all have those people in our lives. And sometimes those people are closer to us than we would like them to be. And you know why you need to eliminate them. It's just like, how do you eliminate them? What do you do? What can you gain from leaving those people behind? Yeah. Well, I'm like thinking about just, I, you know, like I need to leave people behind in order to kind of like move forward and like better myself. And I feel like Mm. when I ask why, I'm like, it's because it's hard to think about like, well, yes, this person might be toxic or not even just like certain people who are, they're not making you feel better or they're not giving you whatever. And you're still like, and I feel like also we put a lot of pressure on leaving people, Mm -hmm. but there's just like this certain aspect of like leaving people behind that doesn't have to be so serious but it's like that will help you just eliminate this cloud from your life yeah no you're right and i think also leaving somebody behind doesn't necessarily mean like okay they're absolutely out of my life kick them out they're gone they're you're never seeing or hearing from them again but so many people have like power over our mind space so how do we start to eliminate those people from our minds on a like sometimes day-to-day basis, sometimes like not as often, but I, I mean, I'll give an example. So one example that comes to me was um, some of the my old coworkers. There were people that I used to work with in my last job, and this definitely wasn't all of them, but some of the people I worked with, I felt like were getting in the way of who I wanted to become in my life. They were um, like talking down to me, not in a way of like, Pat, you're so bad. But every time I would try and approach them with an idea or a thought, it was like, no, like just sit in your place. Yeah. Or anytime I would talk to them about like compensation or whatever, it was like, no, just sit in your place. And it took me like the realization, like, these are the people right now that are holding me back and stopping me from living the life I want to live. So how do I begin to eliminate these people? And to be candid, like I had conversations with my old boss about like, Hey, is there another spot in the company I can work? Is there another place? And like at at the time, just the 
timing of the business, like there wasn't that space. So that meant I was, I had to make the decision to leave. And like those people are still in my life in like, you know, still have social media connections, still occasionally talk to them, but they no longer hold the mind space that they used to hold for me. Yeah. And they just like don't control that part of your life anymore. Mm -hmm. And now you have a different relationship. So I think that's another thing about like eliminating people and leaving people behind is like it could just mean you're changing the way that you do things with that person. But that person can still be in your life because I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, I have to eliminate this person from my life because they're, you know, it's toxic. But it's like, but what is that person good for? Like you did have this kind of relationship with that person. It doesn't mean you have to be like bye forever it's just like i'm gonna change our relationships dynamic kind of thing yeah definitely and i yeah changing the dynamic of a relationship like growth through like minimizing the impact one person can have on you is huge i think yeah 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 well the one um quote for me when i think about eliminating people um and Sometimes when I think of like eliminating people, I am the person I need to eliminate. And obviously that sign sounds kind of like depressed or like like I'm dark. Yeah, dark. sounds kind of dark. That's not what I'm saying. But who I was yesterday or who I was a year ago or five years ago, like that person in their space, I need to leave behind. I need to be willing to like get rid of that person and like me today all i can really think about and care about and control is my future going forward so like yes who i am in the past is part of me but got to be willing to leave them behind and one of my friends shared this quote with me um actually he shared it on his instagram story and then i like thought about it for a few days and then i dm'd him and i was like hey what was that quote and he was like oh i lost it i don't know exactly where it was um so I like I was like, can you just reframe it to me? And it, the uh, like the basis of the quote was like in quotes like, oh, you think I care about outgrowing you? I'm trying to actually just outgrow myself. Like, why would I care about leaving you behind when I'm trying to leave myself behind? And I like that a lot. I think out that sounds so scary. Mm-hmm. I think it also goes hand in hand with like leaving things that don't serve you anymore. Like yeah. there's a lot of things still in my life I feel like that I'm like doing because I feel like I have to do it. And I have the ability to delete some of those things. But it's like almost like, you know, some of them might be because of society. Some of them might be this. But it's like it is really hard to look at yourself from last year or two years ago and be like, wow, I don't do that anymore. And I think – Something with the friends part or the relationships part for me is I'll never forget one of my friends who I'm still friends with today, but one of my friends um, telling me that I have changed and they were like, you're just not the same Julia you used to be. Mm -hmm. And when I first heard them say that, I was like, "Ugh, like, you're right. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not the person. I'm not that person. And then as time went on and I talked to more people about it, they were like, what are you doing if you're not changing? Like, why are you supposed to be the same 17-year-old girl or however old person that you were? If you're not changing, then you're not really like living and experiencing. So the fact that people want people to stay who they are, it's just like getting off topic kind of. No. But the whole idea was just that like, 
it's really hard to like allow yourself to grow from something else and leave that person behind. But it's actually a good thing if you're changing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the whole like telling somebody you've changed is like, well, it's like, I don't want to be that. It should person. be a compliment. Yes. Like, wow, you've changed. This is awesome. You're growing. You're growing. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like if like, I'm still who I am today in 20 years, that might be a problem. Yeah. And there's things I'm always going to take with me. There's like things about my personality that are never going to change or things hopefully mm. like I hope to have the same values and stuff. But like I also want to be doing completely different things. Yeah. No, a- absolutely. I This um, another quote that um, actually somebody I think who follows us, this was like their Instagram bio and I saw it and I screenshot it because I really liked it. And it, it kind of ties to this like personal growth, like whatever. And, um, the quote was, you can't talk butterfly language, um, with caterpillar people. And what that really means is like, you know, if if you're somebody who's trying to grow and change and, you know, uh, morph into a butterfly, you, you're not going to be able to perfectly communicate and relate with somebody who is okay being a caterpillar. Yeah. And it's, it's, when you said it like a, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. I think it's uh, like a little off topic, but the idea of being intentional about leaving people behind who don't serve you the purpose that you like need them to serve, like you, that is a big thing. That is probably the biggest impactful change of what you can leave behind to better your future. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know. It's sad. I mean, when you think about like relationships that you've left behind or whatever, it's a lot of it is because of you wanting to change and mm-hmm. people not understanding or accepting that. And yeah, it's just like a weird acceptance. But yeah, that's a huge one. And I think like if we read some of them, I'm sure that'll be a big one for people. Yeah. Do you have any materialistic things in your mind? Because you said that was what came up for you when you thought about it. Um. Well, I just came up like, oh, things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I probably have a lot of shoes that I could leave behind. <laughs> Pro- there, that is not a probably. That is a definitely. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there are like, like I don't even know what that really means to you. Like specific things. things? Yeah. Like. Um. Yeah. Well, here's an example, um, or another example. Something I recently did. So I use um, like Google Chrome on my like website browser, the bookmarks tab that I have like right at the top of the screen. That's like all the websites I, I have to like click bookmark them and then it, it holds it there so I can just like one click get to them. Mm-hmm. I cleaned out that bookmarks tab to like Why? eliminate like because my computer should be there for work and like some of the tabs were like, you know facebook or linkedin or instagram like any social media or like Mm -hmm. other news outlets or like stuff that i was like every time i i see these like little tabs i click on them and i go to them and then that is me wasting time yeah so like i eliminated them from my um like from the bookmarks tab so i don't see them and i've already like noticed it like i've found myself now like opening my browser and going to click facebook and it's like it's not there so i'm like oh okay well i'm not gonna go on facebook i'm just gonna keep working yeah and it's like helped 
me like maintain my focus. Yeah. I think some things, maybe not actual things. I don't know if I have like specific material mm-hmm. things, but some stuff that I would like to eliminate would just be like, I probably say this every year, but like I want, I would love to eliminate being, you know, my having my thoughts around things I cannot control. Mm-hmm. And I would just love to be able to like let that go and things that it's like, this is actually not in your control. So you should not think about it. Easier said than done, but that would change my life. Yeah. <laughs> As a lot of people's. Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, specific thoughts that we have or anybody has definitely need to be left behind. Yeah. I think you're talking about like thinking. How do you leave behind thinking? Yeah. Not even thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Okay, I mean, should I th- we read some? I think what? also, and this is something, um, like when I was, we were earlier talking about our eating um, habits and like, yeah, I had to make pretty hard changes three years ago with my um, like eating habits because they were causing me some health issues and like having to make the intentional decision and like consistently stick to it of like leaving behind some of my favorite foods. I think me specifically, all of us would probably benefit if we left behind some of our like eating and drinking habits, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I th- Just I, habits. Yeah. Habits in general. Yeah. 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 I definitely think like, I don't know. Sometimes I think about your TV show habits and why? Much, I don't know. You watch a lot of TV. Not really. Eh. Before bed, I watch TV. Eh, that's okay. An hour a night. Yeah. Is that okay. a lot? That's seven hours every night or every week. Is that a lot? <laughs> you tell me. I like to watch TV before bed. Yeah. I think that you're probably you. on your phone more than me. Okay. You're probably I, on. Uh, okay. Now it's see. Nope. You that's need to, true. You need that's to leave behind pointing fingers. I'm not saying this as like a comparison and you're like, well, you do this. It's like, you're right. I do do that. But that's not what we're talking <laughs> okay. about right now. Let's read some of these. All right. Let's get them. Things you want to leave behind or eliminate from your life. Being jealous of my friend's successful growth while I feel like I'm stuck mm. slash settling. That is one that is really good. Yeah. Leaving behind comparison and expectations. Mm-hmm. I think that's one we talk about a lot. Um, I don't know what it is about all you influencers out there, but and I'm looking right at you. Are you influenced? I'm no, I'm anti-influenced. Okay. I love all the influencers as like individuals and humans, at least the ones I know. This like the idea that everything is always so aesthetic and always so pretty and always so happy and gorgeous, I think is like a challenge of the comparison whatever. Mhm. Like, I think when I, fo- like, yeah, some of the influencers who have businesses or whatever, like, I follow them and, like, holy shit, it seems like they're making millions of bucks and their life is always pretty and they're always happy. And it's, like, that's when, for me, it kicks in the yeah. comparison thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's um, really hard. I think also not on social media, but people who are jealous of their friends is also because their friends are portraying the best part of their lives. And that's mm-hmm. just not even on social media. That's just in real life. And a lot of times you're not really being like completely honest. If you're jealous of one of your friends, you most likely are not being completely honest with each other mm-hmm. because otherwise you would be just happy for them and you wouldn't have this like jealous feeling. Yeah. And I feel like there's what? 
No, keep going. I just think that there's certain friends that you will have at some point in your life where you won't have that feeling because you both are like confident in what you're doing and like that's such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but leaving behind the feeling of jealousy is a good thing to for everybody to work on. Like yeah. everybody has that. And yes, and we're talking about it from like a career aspect, like or just anything you do see creators or whatever and they post their their best selves. It's like I'm not gonna post like when I'm crying. But I'm also going to talk about the realness of whatever. And we, I think we do that. Mm-hmm. I hope we do that. Um, but of course, I am going to post my best self. And I see that on other people. And then when I see it on other people, I do get jealous of specific things. like, Or I just portray what I think is going on in their life, that mm-hmm. which leads to jealousy. So yeah, yeah I, I do not like that. And I agree. Should I move on? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a tough balance. Obviously, we all look to creators and influencers because they have created this aesthetic. They have created this and we aspire to be. So it's a and, and we look to different people and not only influencers, creators, but celebrities and whatever. Yeah. We're motivated by what they do. And we want to take steps in our daily lives to be more like them. Yeah. Right? And. No matter how much I work and try, I will never be a lot of the people that like I follow and try and be. It's yeah. Like- okay. Some of these are getting pretty granular, which I like and appreciate. Um, my ex would tell me I was skinny fat. I still look in the mirror and believe his words. Hmm. That's a. I mean, it's a great thing to leave behind. Good one. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> He's your ex. To, yeah. Leave him behind along with his words, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really hard one, though. Um, People's words really stick with you. Yeah, they really do, especially when it's something like that and Mm -hmm. you look in the mirror every single day Mm -hmm. and see that and you hear that. And um, the thing about that is this term is something that this your ex found somewhere Mm -hmm. and is using it against you. Like it's it's not even real. And it's like, I just think that this person would say this to hurt you instead of be like, that's not, I don't know. That's, that's supposed to be hurtful, I think. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're looking at it every day and like believing his words when his words mean literally nothing because. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not our advice episode, but but definitely something you need to leave behind. And I, I actually think like taking ownership of, right? Like his words calling you skinny fat and obviously in like a negative connotation and now you look in the mirror and that's how you see like it's almost like a look in the mirror and be like i am i am this i am that like say what you are and like who even knows what skinny fat actually means like look in the mirror and be like yeah i am skinny fat and that is fucking gorgeous and that's beautiful like yeah like you have to regain the ownership of the of meaning those words or whatever. And the yeah. And- the meaning has to be like something else now. Yeah. Okay. Constantly feeling inclined to shop or have the latest trends. Mm. I love this one. And I actually just posted on my stories because um, with together, we're doing like a big gift guide and everything. Um, but I, before I asked you guys like what you wanted to see for the holidays, I was like, I just want to let everyone know. And I think I did this last year too. There's so many things out there. Holiday shopping is like one of the craziest times of the year. Mm-hmm. There is between commercials, 
people like me, influencers, just regular ads, brands, they are all pushing so much on you. And it's really, really hard to like look at it and not be like, you just want to make money. Like you're just doing this so you can make money. Of course, that's the reason. There also is, everybody is going to be shopping and there are some really cool brands and cool products that you can be shopping and being really like particular about them. But at the same time, you need to, and me, and I wrote to everybody, I was like, I don't want anyone to feel like they have to buy anything. I'm here as like a tool and a resource to be like, this is what's cool. This is what I think is cool, which means I hope and think that you guys would think it's cool too. Maybe buy it. Think about buying it. Of course, like I work with brands and stuff, but yeah, the constant feeling of like needing to shop or have all the latest trends. I am so guilty of that. Mm -hmm. I think I have three new shoes in the last month that I'm like, okay, Mm. they're, you know. Yeah, very trendy. And it's fine. But yeah, I... Yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think one thing to try and do, and I actually heard this on a podcast recently about parent or the guy was talking about parenting and he would say to his kids, um, I, I give them a budget and their budget is like, like spend it on what you want, but that's all you're getting. So he was, he was like, okay, for back to school clothes, I would say, here's $150 buy what you want but you're not getting any more and he was like well my one daughter would buy 10 pairs of pants and 10 pairs of shoes and 10 shirts for 150 dollars because she would like you know want more whatever yeah she want and my what my other son he would buy one pair of shoes Mm -hmm. for 150 and then he would come complain or like you know it's like allocate yourself a certain amount where if you spend that amount you're not going to feel bad or mad yeah, at yourself because you're allowed to also buy you're allowed, yeah you, if you you've got the means to do it do it but obviously it's causing you like it's something you sounds like you want to leave behind yeah so like if you're allocating yourself a hundred dollars this holiday season to spend on trends like by all means do it and then another thing um and this is something we try to incorporate in this household if you want something you've got to get rid of three things first like Done. <laughs> you, you you cannot just keep adding on to the piles of stuff. Um, and, and I think that can help alleviate some of the guilt around just wanting new and more stuff. Like, yeah, sure. You want another pair of shoes? Great. Go get it. But you have to give away three pairs of shoes or you've got to sell three pairs of shoes first. Yeah. I want to leave behind any guilt slash shame from the past and just trust in my life's journey. I feel like this is such a good one because Mm. like there's so many times where you look back, even just like moments of your life where you feel like guilty still or like shameful. Like I can literally, I have two in my mind right now that I'm like, oh, I just wish I didn't do that. And it's like, well, you did. So Mm. move on. And no one else is thinking about it. You shouldn't feel the shame for like experiencing making mistakes and whatever it is. If it's something that was a mistake, it's like you have to make mistakes in order to move on with your life in order to like learn from that. Yeah. So... I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've all done or said or whatever in the past. And we still think about those moments. Yeah. And But in those moments, like, I think we all, unless we were acting maliciously or with bad intent, like, we were doing or saying what felt right. And that's not something you should hold on to. Well, not always, which is fine. What? It's not always things that we think is right. That's my thing. It's like... 
maybe you said something to somebody because you were just feeling really mean and they well, still I mean. hold on to that. If, yeah, but it didn't if, feel right. You probably weren't like, I'm going to do this because it feels right. That's what I'm saying. Then that was the malicious part, yeah. right? So then, like, yeah, you, now that is something that you can feel, but you also even learn from even it. if you were trying to be you were acting what felt right right like even though i punched somebody in the face i thought it was the right thing to do in that moment even though i knew it would like do this or do that like bad but you still were like you're a good person just because you said or did something doesn't mean you were yeah the inability to speak up for myself or about things that upset me it's mm. a good one that is a good one. Being able to just like, a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people can't do that. And yeah. you can kind of see it on people too. Yeah. Um, I think when I hear that one, it's like leaving behind the thought that you don't deserve a seat at the table. And yeah. you absolutely do. Every person does, no matter what that table is. Like, I don't know, like... Pull yourself up a chair, sit at that table, be confident, like tell yourself you're there for a reason. You can be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, obsessing over small details. I feel like that's a I feel like it's a control issue. I have this. Mm. I have this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I agree. I just think that all of these things are really hard, but it's just the whole point of the episode is being able to like realize them and being like, this is stuff we can all work on. Yeah. I don't think that everyone's going to be like, it's gone. It's in the past. I'm not doing it anymore. Leaving it behind. Eliminated from my life immediately. But yeah. um, things to just be aware of. I feel like if you can have a conversation and be aware of it, then that's like a great step. Yeah. A lot of them are just like jealousy and anxiety, which we all have. And it's kind of nice to know, you know, everybody's writing these in and being so like vulnerable and trusting in us which is also so nice that you guys trust us so much to be able to like share these but it's so good and it feels so good that we all have the same we're all fucked up we all have the issues you know <laughs> like no one's alone in the feelings that they have and things they want to eliminate so yeah just pointing it out yeah i think there's definitely like some peace to be found that we all know we have things we need to leave behind there's a little bit of joy in that that we're in this together and i think that there is um, like, what do you do with this, right? Like, I know I need to leave this behind, but how do I do that? Yeah. Like, that's the hard part. And who knows, maybe speaking out about it is the first step. Um, what's STMS stand for? Uh, scanning tongue tunneling microscope. What? I don't know. Sick to my stomach. Oh. Sick to my stomach, I look back at pics and can't believe I looked so good and felt like shit. That Well, they wrote, feeling fat and big. Sick to my stomach, I look back at pics and can't believe I looked so pretty but felt like shit. Hmm. Yeah. We all look back. Actually, well, I think like a good growth thing is to be able to look back. There's like a lot of stuff out there and there's I see a lot of TikToks where it's like, you're so mean to yourself when you're you're 13 and all you want is to have big boobs and then you get the big boobs and then you look back and then you're just like oh I don't want these anymore and we all are in this stage of like looking back and 
not being like appreciative of what we had then and then wanting something more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of um, like the person that you are most mean to is yourself. And it's like that baby pick trend. Yeah. Yeah. It's true because think about when was the last time somebody was like really mean to you and at, at least for me, it's like, oh, I got to think on that. I don't remember. Yeah. But if somebody asked me when was the last time I was mean to myself, it's like, oh, my God. Every day. Every day. Every hour. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time, I, I have these thoughts of, like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? I'm stupid. I'm whatever. Like, all these challenges. And it's hard. And I don't know how to fix that. Mm-hmm embarrassment from drunken moments in college they haunt me that's kind of like what i was thinking about just Mm -hmm. when like you think about the past i'm like just certain moments that you want to be like it is so true especially that being embarrassed from drunken moments Mm -hmm. and them haunting you like oh my god can we not do that can they all just be equally erased in the world yeah i hate that (laughs) um fixating on the concept of love so much that I convince myself I'll never have it again. These are deep, you guys. That is These deep. are deep. That's really deep. Yeah. Like want like almost like wanting it so bad that like you think about it so much yeah. that you're like afraid you're never gonna get it because of how much you think about it. Mm-hmm. I gotta think about like what does that mean? What do you what do you need to leave behind? You need to leave behind the fixation. Like, the pressure you're putting yeah. on yourself. Yeah, it's all it is about pressure because you're fixating on wanting it so much that mm. you're convincing yourself that you're never going to have it. Yeah. I do that all the time. What? I don't know. Just like, I mean, I fixate on things. And it's, and I'm very like, or I think it's maybe an anxiety thing, but I'm kind of like, it's, or OCD that I'm like, um, fixated on things that like, if I do this enough, I'll have it. Or if I don't do this, this, I won't have it. Like yeah. things that are like superstitious, I guess. And that's mental illness. <laughs> yeah. My, um, the thing that comes to mind for me with these like deep thoughts about the not getting or not having, um, Tony Robbins, I've quoted on here a bunch. Um, it, his whole thing is like, when you have these thoughts, you need to do something physical He's a big guy. I think I talked about this maybe last week's episode, maybe two weeks ago. He's a big guy. He goes for runs and not like like a jog around the block. Like he goes for sprints, like goes outside and sprints. And he's like, when you're going through like your body is like going through that like vigorous movement, like it's hard to think about anything else. And then you come back and you're like, you have a clarity after working out. And he's like, okay. Or you're able can... to just let it go too. Yeah, I feel like. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other thing is, Whenever you find yourself having these thoughts, you have to find something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, because his whole thing, he's like, it's impossible to have another um, emotion while you're feeling grateful. So anytime he has this, like, oh, I can't, or oh, I'm never gonna, he's like, I always think of something I'm grateful for in that moment, and it helps change his like thoughts, um, and, and takes it to a new, like, it, a new level of like intentional thinking and. Um. A lot of them are like comparison to others, second guessing myself. Um, oh my God, this is a good one. Mm. Please, please don't reference my name. 
That time I was a sugar baby. Haha. No, thank you. Please don't reference my name anonymous. I will not do that to you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you sharing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. So like you want to let that go, like almost like a shameful thing. Yeah. Which do you? Yeah. Who cares? You made that money. I don't yeah. know. Like. Yeah. Who, right. Yeah. I I think that's an example of like okay, you something's going on in your life. You get a message. Somebody wants to be a sugar daddy. You're like, hey, I'm gonna do it because of like the circumstances in your life. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do this now. And because those circumstances have changed where you are now, now you look back and you're regretful and you're like so hard on ourselves, or like you're being so hard on yourself to like the decisions you made bad that back then with the circumstances you you were in. Like it was a different world. Yeah. I understand this, but I also feel like we could talk about this for hours on like, why is that a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why is that? A- and also there's, it's not, everyone does this a different way. So like, I don't know what the circumstances were, but it's like, why is this such a bad thing? If somebody is willing to pay me money to like go to dinners with them or do whatever. Cool. That sounds great. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we're talking about being a sugar baby or like anything, no. like whatever you want to do, do, but it's more about like. How do you leave behind the feeling, the thought? Like, but why do you want to? Just because? Because for whatever reason, okay, he or she is feeling shameful or feeling yeah. like, yeah, and maybe what yeah, you're they saying don't is be eliminate the shame with it. because yeah. it doesn't need to be something you feel shameful for. Right. That's kind of what my thought process was. I don't mm-hmm. want this person to feel that. Yeah. Um, because it was a choice you made, and it's it is what it is. But, um. If you so badly do want to leave it behind, then you're you're already you're almost there. You're leaving it. You're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's just do a few more. Okay. <clears throat> I want to leave behind that I had that I have to be strong or independent twenty four seven to hold value and space in this world. Hmm. Yeah, I feel that too. I mean, it's really hard because I feel like. Um, you do a lot of people, we feel like we have to be holding it together all the time in order to like make a difference or move forward or keep going. And every second that you like kind of let go or you don't, it's like, if you're being too vulnerable, then you're not valuable. Mm -hmm. And like that whole thing is just kind of got to go. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. That's a, read it again, Leah. Leaving behind that I have to be strong and independent 24-7 to hold value and space in this world. Yeah. Like, they're saying that if I'm not, I'm not valuable if I'm not holding it together independent and strong. And I think a big thing with this is, like, women now. It's, like, women want to be, we want to be so independent and so strong because we don't want to be looked at as Mm -hmm. not. But if we are looked at as not, that means we're not valuable. Yeah. And it's, like, what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you get it? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking about it. I love it. that. Yeah, it's it's really good and that's really deep. Like that person has thought about that before. Yeah. That wasn't like a quick see an Instagram story and Well, it's thing. this happens with everything in life and every culture shift is like now we're all about women empowerment and strong businesswomen and being mm-hmm. a strong mom and all this stuff that it's like if you're not feeling that for a second, then you're like not valued. You're not yeah. valuable at all. It's like that's it, that's it. Yeah. And it's like we are just putting so much pressure on every specific category mm-hmm. in the cultural like movement. Yeah. 
that like if you're not like at the highest standard then you're like at the lowest Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's true and also not only for women i guess because i mean i i know for a fact there a lot of times i feel that yeah like I don't know. I I feel like if I'm laying on the couch just watching football, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. No, you feel like I think you're doing something wrong. <laughs> okay, for whatever reason, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Like I either need to be working out, working, sleeping, or giving you attention. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm doing something invaluable. Okay. Well, I'm not saying that but it's you know what i mean <laughs> no like, i know i, I feel, I feel the same way too that's yeah. the thing is is i feel the same way and that's why i'm so hard on myself and on you and all of whoever because i'm like i can't even do that myself like i yeah. feel guilty when i am not up at seven o'clock in the morning like if yeah. i'm sleeping past 7 30 i'm like no get your ass up you know yeah. like it's like we need to find a way um I don't want to even say this. Like, we need to find a way to, like, validate being unproductive. We need to validate doing nothing. We need to validate. But, like, it's not something that needs to be validated. Like, it's something your body and your mind need. Like, you need the rest. You need the downtime. You need the, yeah. the do nothing. Yeah. Right? Because so when you are on, when you are in the spotlight, you can be your best. And perform better. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's kind of like the whole like running yourself so thin that because you want to be doing all these things. But like in reality, and I think a lot of like the most in terms of like business, the most like successful people will be like, I don't really agree. And it's kind of like hustle culture, but it's like, yeah. I don't really agree with like running your like the people that are like, oh, I never took a break. I never did this because I was hustling, hustling, hustling. And it's like, well, how productive are you then if yeah. you're not, if you're never taking a break and you're never you know mm-hmm. and i think that i guess kind of has something to say like if you're not doing any self-care then you're never going to be your best self yeah so yeah yeah you need to t- do that that self-care take care of yourself physically take care of yourself mentally and yeah like we we need to relieve the stigma around that you always have to be productive you always have to be strong you always have to be um, yeah you know, whatever, like... Leave that behind, girl. Yeah. Well, we all need to because I, I think... Know. I don't know. Okay. Um, That's it for today. That's all we've got. We are all leaving things behind, material things, realizing that we just don't need that much stuff mm. and leaving behind a lot of mental things as well, emotional. Um, a lot of them were, you know, have to do with like leaving people behind when and it sucks when it's like your family and stuff like that, but... Like we said in the beginning, I feel like there's just other ways to do that and not feel like it has to be like putting an end to everything. And we're all kind of just like working on this together as a team. Yes. Love that for you. Love that for all of you. I love that um, for you too. So yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, you guys. That's where we post like little clips and everything and any updates on stuff. If you're feeling generous, definitely leave us a review. We would absolutely love that or share this episode or the whole podcast with somebody because that keeps us going. Um, That's it for this week. And we will see you guys next week. See you, everybody. Bye.